We all want quick results, don't we? But what if that isn't the point? This is part of a Myths of Momentum series that I'm starting where we're looking at what we've been told success should look and feel like. We often imagine that success should come easy, happen quickly, be fun, and is the ultimate reward. And if you are curious about why I'm focusing on momentum, head over to the-momentum-memo.com and sign up for my brand new publication called The Momentum Memo. I am so excited about it, and I think you will be too, is where I'm exploring everything about momentum, success, and living life on your terms. And it's also where the Off the Charts podcast is being published, so you'll find more of my writing there. Now let's dive into today's myth, which is that it should be fast. Maybe when you set out to achieve a big goal, like starting your own business or writing a book, you had hopes that it would happen quickly. Well, you're not alone. We're all impatient to reach that finish line. Speed is seductive. In my early 20s, I fell for get-rich-quick schemes. I also got into superfoods, or what we'll call get-well-quick schemes. So instead of making slow, deliberate changes to your whole life that encompass what you eat, how you spend your time, who you spend it with, and the stress levels that you have, you can just buy this one product and boom, you'll feel good fast. Now the parallels with instant success business products are obvious. And around the same time, I got involved in a direct sales organization that sold superfood supplements and energy drinks, but they told me the real product they were selling was coaching and business mentorship. And since I had recently started my first business right out of college, after turning down a solid job on wall street, I was desperate for mentorship and a feeling of success in those early years of my business. And full disclosure, this multi-level marketing company was later shut down by the FTC for being a pyramid scheme. So as you can see, spending the time to create a business that delivered real value for me felt too hard at the time. It was uncomfortable and it just would have taken too long. So I went with the quick fix, which ended up costing me more money and wasting my time on the wrong things, which set me back instead of moving me forward. Here's how my perspective has changed over the years in both the superfood and business arenas and why slow changes your expectations. So 20 years ago, the first superfood I bought was goji berries from the Himalayas. I showed my then boyfriend, now husband Robin, that these amazing antioxidant powerhouse berries, and he just laughed. <laughs> you see, my husband grew up in China and his family has been eating goji berries in their soups for generations, but they don't consider them to be superfoods and they were not paying nearly as much as I was for them online. So my small bag of goji berries cost four times as much as the one his family would get in Chinatown. Still, I really felt like I had discovered a treasure. So we continued to incorporate goji berries into our meals sporadically. And then when we moved to our farm here back in Canada, Robin's parents gifted us some goji berry plant roots. And suddenly we weren't buying imported goji berries from the other side of the planet. Instead, we were building a relationship with a plant. And the next year, these berry plants put on a ton of tiny red fruit. I spent a few weekend mornings harvesting them with my kids and then drying them inside. This time we got to see the whole life cycle of this berry from the green shoots in the spring, the beautiful tiny flowers that fed the bees to the ripening berries. And I've come to realize why this food is still used today. It's a delight to grow and harvest. I believe that the relationship we have is what changes you. 
As beneficial as the compounds in superfoods are, the act of growing and harvesting them can be just as beneficial. While planting our garden and tending the plants, I spend a lot of time outside. I'm constantly bending down, getting my hands dirty, and observing my surroundings. This takes me out of my default in front of a screen state and helps me stay more active. Now there's also the relationship with the plant itself. Now this might sound a little esoteric, but watching something grow, seeing it flower, and even noticing when its leaves fall in preparation for resting in the winter, there's just something to that. It's not just a product on a shelf or a one-click solution that gets auto-shipped to your door ready-made. You're learning and changing even as you watch the plant change too. Author Tara McMullen makes a great distinction between practice and achievement in her essay about going slow. Practice is where we benefit from the process, whereas achievement is focused on the outcome. Now, I still love learning about herbs, foods from different cultures, and medicinal plants, but I take my time getting to know them the slow way. And for years, I'd heard amazing things about the stress relief benefits of ashwagandha. It's an Indian herb that acts a lot like ginseng and offers adaptogenic properties. But instead of buying an ashwagandha supplement, I decided to buy some seeds. This plant grows a lot like a tomato plant. It's in the same family. So when I planted tomatoes last spring, I also planted a few ashwagandha plants. They grew beautifully, and in the fall, I harvested the roots, washed, and dried them. And now we're incorporating some of these roots into our winter soups. And the question is, do I feel the effects? Well, I've been getting the benefits of growing this plant even before we put any in our food. And that's what I'm trying to convey here. I realize that we can't all grow our food and medicine and that being able to buy it is an amazing thing in itself. But maybe, just maybe, we can grow one thing and let this plant be our companion and improve our health along the way. Now, this isn't to say that I don't appreciate or use modern medicine and conveniences. I take aspirin when I have a headache because I haven't figured out how to use the bark of a willow tree yet. <laughs> and I take supplements from the store, especially vitamin D, and I'm grateful for that in our northern setting. But stepping back, it's not surprising that there are get-rich-quick schemes that target people who want to get well quickly. We're all looking for relief of our symptoms, of our financial stressors, and in my experience, the slow and steady approach tends to yield good results long-term. It's a lot like the business journey. We start businesses with a certain mission. It might be to make an impact, to earn money, or get a product or service out there. And these are all great aims, but the product of running the business, in my experience, is that it changes you. You grow as a person. That's just as important as tangible things like earning money, the things you create and sell, and even the legacy that you leave. Because running a business and pursuing a creative dream, these things take time and they change you from within. There's no quick way to reach a business milestone, and that's not a bad thing. Momentum doesn't happen overnight, so enjoy the journey. And if you enjoyed this, join me next time for the myth of momentum that it should be easy. And head over to the-momentum-memo.com to sign up for my emails and the Momentum Memo. You'll get free tips and a lot of plant analogies, if I'm honest, and I can't wait to see you there.